off with. Can you guys just say who you are? So a lot of people. It doesn't know. really matter. Oh. Oh. I'm John Hahulin. I'm in the shop. Um, my name is Justin Warden. I'm in the shop too. He just orders things and sometimes answers the phone. That's what he does. That's your job. Oh. Well, then apparently I'm Justin from the shop, and this is John. Uh. That's more accurate, I would say. Yeah. <laughs> Full of lies and deception. Uh. Okay, so how long have you guys been here? I've just passed two years in August. Uh, I, well, I was a tech before I had this job, uh, so I've been here since it's been almost going to be almost uh, five and a half years. But did you uh, have this, like, strange going away? Like, Yeah, I had a period where I was kind of doing, like, a sabbatical at another job, and uh, that didn't go very good, so I came back. Yeah. Yeah. You thought like maybe greener pastures moment. Or? Yeah, I was estranged, and but now I, I came back. I was a prodigal. A prodigal. And I come back to New Spawn, and they took me with open arms. Aww. Yeah, for the yeah. most part. Yeah. Did Justin immediately take you with open arms when he first arrived? <laughs> no, not at all. Not yeah, at all. what Justin's happened? Probably like, who is this guy? Yeah. So I think it was first first day on the job. We were sitting there. So so bear in mind, like, I'm, like, really, really comfortable at New Spawn because I know everybody except yeah. for Justin. Really comfortable at New Spawn. Yeah. And it was the first day, and he was talking. He's like, oh, man, I really need to do yoga. No, yeah. I, I need to stretch my back. You need to stretch back his back. Sometimes. Yeah. And then tell him what you did. I, I just stretched my back. Yeah, he laid down on the floor. It was on a mat. I wasn't on, on a mat. Floor. Wait, you brought a mat no, to work? Yeah, he brought like, a yoga mat. <laughs> it was just the rug like that we had oh, in the okay. shop office. Yeah. And then you did a little stretching, and I looked at James, and for a moment I thought we made one of the worst mistakes possible. <laughs> but now I wouldn't trade it for nothing. So he's part of my team. Yeah. I consider him a brother, family member. Uh, speaking of team, I want to give a shout-out to Jared and, yep. and, and Jason uh, and John and Michael, Michael Dotson at home. Yeah. Michael Taylor. Michael Taylor. Yep. Wow. And don't forget. No one. No one else. No one. <laughs> no, no. Definitely not the last one. Yeah. Definitely not. not. Oh. What about Tony? Oh, oh Tim. Well, oh Tony. Yeah. That's who I was forgetting. Well, that's I, yeah. I'm, yeah. We don't want him to know we're doing this because we'll just disappoint him. Oh. Yeah. Tim, Ed, we like you too, I guess. Sometimes. Yeah. Well, most times. Yeah. So how did you get over the whole stretching thing? How did you find out that it was just like an impromptu joke? I don't know. We, so we started making well. I mean, like we we would quote movies every now yeah. and then. Yeah, and somehow we have the same interest. Yeah, somehow we have the same type of like humor we like to see in in movies. Right, okay. and that really I would say brought us closer to where I could say, okay, you're allowed to do yoga in here now um. without me judging. <laughs> so yeah, I haven't, well, I haven't done it like once since then. But I think I just had awkward silence when you did. I just kind of turned around and just kept looking at my keyboard, trying to pretend it didn't happen. I've just never had that happen in <laughs> all my work experience. So it just threw me off guard a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I think we're both like, we both have really weird senses of humor. Mm -hmm. And like sometimes like when pe two people have like really weird senses of humor and they meet each other in the world, they're both like, that guy's really weird. Right. Oh. Until you get to know yeah, him. Until you get to know him, you're like, oh, we got the same sense of yeah. humor. So it's like meeting, like you're meeting yourself yeah, and you pretty immediately much. Yeah. like it. I would, yeah. like, that's interesting. Who does he think he is? Yeah, how, <laughs> that's a good question for all you out there. If you met yourself, would you like yourself out there in the Ooh. world? Hmm. That's a really Comment good Comment down below. Yeah, leave a like. Uh, go ahead and hit, hit that bell notification. Uh, yeah. Smash I, that like button. Don't forget to subscribe. Yeah. If I met myself, right I'd over probably here. say, Ooh, we got to tone it down a little bit. Right. A little too fluffy and friendly. Yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Speaking of fluffy and friendly, I don't know if anyone has noticed. If you're watching this on video, this is Petey. Which if I hope you're, you're not. I hope you're just listening. I hope you can't actually see us. <laughs> so, yes. Yeah. Sometimes um, I... There's not a day that goes by that I don't, like, have this, like, overwhelming desire to do something that's just kind of strange or out there. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, this is Petey, and he shows up every once in a while. Um, so, yeah. I know you're a bird person, and you really love birds, and <laughs> do your best to take care <laughs> oh, of them. no. You would, you would never, ever harm a bird. <laughs> yeah. Right? So, on accident, we were tra- I was at the fishing derby some time ago, like last week, and... <laughs> Um, I had this great idea, like we, we were putting up this banner that Jesse designed and we're so excited, first banner at the fishing derby ever, and it's big, right? Like it's like meant for you to take pictures in front of and it's great. And so we're super excited and I just take a little seat down uh, <laughs> to make sure, you know, I brace myself to install this massive banner and I stand up and someone tells me, wait a second, <laughs> there's a dead bird right there. And I, in fact, do <laughs> believe I might have sat on it. Yeah. Rumor has it it's Petey's brother. Oh. Yeah. So one less member of the Petey family. Yeah, he was yellow. <laughs> it was sad. Well, I, I heard, yeah. like, the bird was okay and, like, <laughs> flew off and, like, looked back and was giving, like, thumbs up. So. To like and subscribe False. the channel. Yeah. False. It's still there. It's still there. Don't, don't go out <laughs> and look at the bush. What, which bush was it? Right by the uh, Welcome Center. Yeah. Yeah. Facilities. Uh, so you guys recently had what shop appreciation week? Yeah. And, um, from what I noticed is it was like a massive family gathering. Yeah. yeah pretty a large much. dysfunctional family gathering. Yeah. yeah. T- Most of me, the time it's functional. Yeah. Tell me about an average day in the shop. Um, oh boy. Well, usually how, how it kind of goes is you get there and, you know, you're trying to recover from the previous day. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not every day, but usually there's a day like, uh, like there's a talking point of the day, like. Some driver did X with uh, X truck, something like that. Mm-hmm. And that kind of, I don't know. Is it a, a good talking point or a bad talking uh, point? It all like? depends. Yeah, and, it, and it, you know, it could just be something that happens that's uncontrollable, you know. Yeah. But you're always, like he said, when you come in, you're recovering from what you maybe didn't get done the night before, as well as try to help everyone that's scheduled for maintenance, as well mm-hmm. as all the breakdowns that we weren't anticipating on top of it. Whew. So really, I mean... For what they do in the shop floor, it's amazing what they can get done for us. Between the people that are already driving, the new hires, the double swaps, the sale trucks, I mean, those guys are amazing. And, you know, mm-hmm. we did one day, but, I mean, truly, I mean, every day should be, you know, tech appreciation day for what they do for us to keep our guys moving and everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, you know, we had a nice lunch catered in, and yeah. they won some gifts and everything. But yeah. we're just truly grateful for everything that they do for us. Wow. Wow. So you guys are in the office yep. of maintenance, but then we have our tax. Correct. Um, so what are like a tax hours? Well, there's two there's shifts, two I believe. Yeah, two shifts right now. Um, I mean, the guys that are on, there's like two guys that come in really early, and they usually like uh, like 3 a.m. to like right. what, 11, 30, 12? Right. Sometimes longer. Like I said, they're there to serve the driver and mm-hmm. do the best they can for that driver. So, I mean, there's several times where they do have shifts, but a lot of them, do what they can to stay late and come in early just to help the drivers, you know? Yeah. Right. And then, like, sometimes the shift that ends at night, you know, that crew is, you know, a real tight-knit family, and they'll stay yep. late, too, to do whatever it takes yep. to keep the drivers moving. Aww. And then going into the winter, a lot of people don't know, but they'll actually help with the snow removal, too. Mm. So they just do whatever they can to keep all the trucks moving. Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, it is kind of like it's a close-knit group. Like when you're – because I was a tech on second shift for a while, and, mm-hmm. like, you get to know everybody, and, like, it's just, like – it's a team. It's a mm-hmm. team atmosphere. Yeah. Um, yeah. So what are things – like, what's a – What's an average job a tech does? Like their tire is broken? Uh, There's really no average to what they do because it could go from, you know, A all the way to Z and anywhere in between. So Mm -hmm. there's no real set thing. The only thing that we don't do is heavy internal work on the Mm -hmm. engines and stuff. You know, we're more preventative maintenance focused. Okay. So we're looking to try to catch things before they break as well as catching little things that may have broke or DOT issues. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, to really specify what exactly they do would be so hard because one day it could be you know this and the next it could be something just completely different yeah and did they have to go to school for that or they like they can just come here and learn or so i actually like i used to be a tech i went through the diesel program at icc mm-hmm. um so i had i was going to that for like two years and while i was doing that i was interning here and beforehand i would work there okay and i think one of the guys right now is going to be going mm-hmm. through that hopefully um but it kind of varies everyone has a little bit of i mean everyone i mean if you're going to be a mechanic you need to have a little bit of technical skill mm-hmm. obviously but and i think that kind of um that can be nurtured i think a lot right mm-hmm. i think a lot of techs because i started out like not really knowing much at all yeah and i like to think i know a little bit more yeah. than i did then mm-hmm. well so. didn't you build your own truck oh yeah well i didn't build my own truck uh, um i my grandpa gave me a an old Willys pickup truck. Mm-hmm. If you've seen like the Willys Jeep, it's like the pickup version of that. Okay. And over the course of a couple of years, or a, a couple of years, I, um, with some help, I restored it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. People always say like that looks like a fun project, and I'm like, well, fun's not like really the first word I'd use to describe. Right. <laughs> but I mean, very rewarding. Yeah. Yeah. Very yeah. rewarding. Yeah. And there was nothing like driving up my grandpa's lane with it all done, and Aww. just seeing like the, with your wooden pipe. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, actually, can we pull up that that picture of John and his Oh, you have pipe? a picture? You have a picture of it? I Maybe. I don't know what we have up our sleeve. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, oh, where? There it is. There we are. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Where did you guys go? Oh. That, that's you in the truck, huh? Where did you get that picture from? I have people that know people, John. Nothing is safe. Oh, boy. So was that when you were driving up your grandpa's lane, or that's just a different day? I don't know where that is, honestly. Uh, I'm trying to, like, picture where that was, and I have no idea. Mm. Were you with me? No. I don't know where that was. I have no idea. Maybe it was my wife that stole that picture of hmm. me. I don't know. Yeah. Did you guys... Did you get a possibility. My lands. So, <laughs> <laughs> where did you get the hat and the... I hope there's nothing in that. Well, so one of my goals, <laughs> one of my goals, and like, don't tell my mom or my wife this, but well, I kind of know. Hold on, I'm gonna put her on speakerphone. Yeah, oh yeah. One of my goals was to get that interior of the truck smelling like tobacco, just kind of like the old classic. So like, there'd be times where I'd have a cigar while I was working in in the in the truck, and it has a little ashtray that comes out. Oh. Yeah, I don't smoke like regularly, but I thought it'd be kind of classy to, to do that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So if you ever get in there and smell that, that's what that's what it yeah. is. Just the manly, manly yes, smell. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. See, I wouldn't. Well, I wouldn't. You know, I say most things are cute, but I wouldn't get in there and say, "Oh, this is cute." If it smells <laughs> like tobacco. <laughs> cute <laughs> so truck, go, John. Oh, man, <laughs> what happened in here? 
<laughs> See, so it's funny that you say that because I've had conversations with my wife before about like, so like there's like these trucks, like old trucks you see at like, you know, Tanner's Orchard or something like mm -hmm. that. Mm -hmm. And that's like my biggest fear that like my truck is going to be an object for, for like, you know, women that are going shopping. Oh, that's cute. <laughs> when it's been like this hardworking like truck its whole life. You know, I feel like it, you know, it needs so that's why you that. had to market with its smell. Yes, exactly. Proven manly. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> that's really wise. Yeah. So outside of restoring trucks, what about you guys have any other, Justin, you have any yeah, hobbies or? Yeah, I fly RC planes and raise children as a hobby. So. <laughs> RC planes. Yeah. Sure What's do. That? They're just, it's like that, but they're airplanes. They're little remote control airplanes. Oh, okay. Yeah. I think we might have a picture of that too, huh? Yeah, I think that one that I got you was, I think she was okay. maybe one <laughs> so year old. that is you raising a children and flying a plane. Yeah, and it was challenging because she kept trying to grab the remote. She didn't <laughs> know what she was doing. So there was a couple of times where it was pretty sketchy. Um, but yeah, she loves it out there. I take her out. She's just over two and a quarter right now, two and a half-ish. Yeah. She loves running around out there. We own... The club of ours owns about six acres out by Funks Grove. Oh. So we go out there and fly. Sweet. I, I just love the person's reaction in the background. That's my dad. <laughs> oh, really? He has that look all the time, <laughs> even with normal conversation. Yeah. Like I was telling you guys yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes. What happens in normal conversation with him? Sometimes he'll say, hey, Justin, and then I'll, yeah, dad. And it'll literally take him five minutes to get the next part of the <laughs> sentence out. Yeah. I think that one would vouch, too, for mm -hmm. it. And it's sometimes it's painful. Yeah. Just the waiting for, like... Is this important, not important? Do you need me to do something now? Yeah. Maybe so. he just likes to create suspense. I think that's what it is. Yeah. Yeah. That, that would make total sense. I'm not good playing the wait, waiting game. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. My dad, like, whenever he, I don't know, has something he's going to tell me about something, mm -hmm. he'll kind of do that too. Yeah. He, he wants me to go like, what? What? <laughs> he'll just what be like, dad? hey, John. What do you want, dad? What? Yeah. Yeah. It's my dad. Yeah. Uh, so, um, do you guys have any, um, embarrassing stories that you'd like to share about one another? Anything happened recently? I already did. I already told mine about you. The yoga? Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's kind of weird. Like if that's the first contact you're hearing about me, the fact that I did yoga on my first day back. Did you, did you have that planned out or? You... No. Oh, come on. You know, the <laughs> night before you had a checklist and you kept going over it. Like, okay. Yeah. Halfway into the day, I'm going to do I could kind of sense even that, like, you were like, who is this guy? Right. Yeah. Because <laughs> I was still new. I mean, you started in what, November, December? Yeah, December 2nd. And no. so I was right in August, so I didn't know. And yeah. there was so much changes going through there. And then all of a sudden, like, I was, who's, who's the new blood yeah. coming in here? Oh. Is he going to fit in, you know? or you know. So, like, when you guys both first started originally at Newsbaum, did you have preconceptions that were completely like abolished? Like, you know, if you're like, ah, it's not going to be a good job or like, what were your thoughts before starting at Newsbaum? Well, so Newsbaum was like, well, I wouldn't say it's my first real job, but like it was my first like real, like full-time job. So I really didn't know what to expect. Yeah. And then I went to my other job for like six months. Like I just missed the culture a lot. And like, mm -hmm. we just had something so, so special here uh, with the culture. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. yeah. And I saw that just when I, cause I worked at a body shop doing repairs on these trucks and yeah. I always said, I oh, mean, I want to work there. Cause I'd see everyone's attitude. The people I interacted just seemed like amazing people. Mm. And, you know, I said, you know, I, I really, really want to work there someday. And there was just never seemed like there was openings. And then I got the, you know, news that Kevin was going to safety and there was an opening. So I applied mm -hmm. and, you know, 
I worked at the last job for 15 years. And, you know, when you come into a place like this that, you know, puts their values and their culture out in front of you and said, this is what we're based on. This is the first place I've ever worked at that actually backs it up and actually lives mm -hmm. and breathes that culture. And I mean, the first three months was hard for me. I didn't know if I'd make it just because I didn't know anything hardly at all. Yeah. So I just felt like maybe this isn't the right job for me. Yeah. But then as everyone helped and treated me like family and helped me grow, it became this is the perfect spot for me. Yeah. And I mean, that's why I tell drivers when I meet them, I say, you know, they they'll tell you in the orientation, you know, faith and family and, and tell you what we're all about. But they don't just tell you, they show you and they execute that every day. Mm -hmm. And I mean, you just can't find that anymore. And yeah. that's why I, th I feel so lucky and blessed to be here. Mm. Because like I said, it's not just words or saying this is what we're about. They actually prove it and show it through everything that they do. Yeah. That's one thing I really appreciate about my job is like um, over time, you get to know faces and you get to know like drivers and you get to know personalities. And it's just like, hey, how's it going? Like, mm -hmm. how, how you been? How are things going on the road? Yeah. And they ask you the same thing. Like, it's just... I don't know. It's a really healthy, um, supportive environment. Yeah. Yeah. It is super nice. I mean, yeah, when, you, when you're a new person, there's one, the learning curve mm -hmm. of this is a completely different company. So it's almost like learning a new language to start mm -hmm. off with. Oh, definitely. And then, yeah, you also have the fact of like, oh, everybody else already knows each other. They've mm -hmm. been here for a while. I'm so new. Where do I eat lunch? <laughs> right. No. Doc <laughs> <laughs> <Dot> computer. <laughs> you get your own office banter. Yeah. What is it? Well, just there's a funny Saturday Night Live sketch that we go back to. Like, basically, the tight knit group, you form like those little thing, like office banter and mm -hmm. stuff. And it gets to the point where I'm on vacation with my family, and I'm like, man, I can't wait to see my my family at work too when I get Aww. back, you know? Yeah. Because it's just I don't know. When we worked from home during the start of COVID and everything, it it just wasn't the same. Yeah. You know, I just I yearned to get back into the office to be with my peers. Mm -hmm. Just. I've never had a job like that where I wow. get up in the morning and want to go to work. And, yeah. you know, it's a great feeling. Yeah. 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 I, I can say the same thing. There's never been one time when I, since I've came back that I've been like, oh, I got to go to work today. Mm. Yeah. It's always been like, no, no, what today's going to bring. Right. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, hopefully there's food. Right. <laughs> there's definitely been food. Yeah. Yeah. That's one thing. That happens around there. So it's just usually always food right. laying yeah, around. Especially the shop office. I don't know what it is. Yeah. Even if you're a driver and you're visiting in, like if you made your round, like your way around the office, like I'm sure somebody would well, have you can something find it. You can find by their it. desk yeah. that would be able to give you like a cookie or candy. I typically have candy, but yeah. Yeah. So I have a few strange cards that I kind of picked out. Um, oh boy. So I'd That's like scary. to pick your brain. What kind of morning, like, do you guys give yourself, like, a morning inspirational pep talk? Like, you're like, good morning. I, can say I don't. Wait. No? No. I go I to the Bible for that. That's good. Yeah. Wow. Who, who better to uh, give me a pep talk than the one that created me? Ah, uh, wow. Yeah. I wish I could, like. And mine are normally chaotic, trying to get the family moving before <laughs> I get out the So I don't really know that I have time in the morning. It's uh -huh. me trying to rush out the door and. Yeah. Hopefully the house doesn't burn down oh. on my way. Yeah. Yeah, that's really good. Um, what, who or where would you haunt if you were a ghost? Haunt? Oh, yeah. Definitely shop office. Yeah. <laughs> just, just to mess around. I think I would like, so let's say someone needed like a pen. I think I would move a <laughs> pen, like, just hide it just out of view. So they'd be like, where's my pen? And then... 
Yeah, or give it to someone that you know, like. Like if it was a ghost haunting us, I would want them to take John's pen and give it to me so that John thinks that I stole the pen and really I didn't. Oh, just to create all that like right. drama yes. and division. Yes. Of like you. Because one time someone did take John's pen and oh, he yeah. made missing signs and put them on the windows and have you seen this pen? I kind of get, I kind of get Are a little bit. Are you serious? Bit, oh, was, I mean, like, I, I really like my pen. I, I kind of get emotionally attached to my pens because they've just been with me for so long. Like I've had several where the ink runs out and it's like, it's like, you're holding on to someone's life as they slowly slip away because, like, the ink is slowly, like, yeah. you know, fading away. You can oh. And you can see it in his just his demeanor. Like, when when that pen is passing, John goes from a happy-go-lucky, and you can just see it just wearing on his face. Well, you saw when I lost my pen. Oh, he was beside himself. Oh, no. I've never seen him like that. Do you have, like, a specific – like, it's not just, like, a regular red pen. Like, it's got to be something fancy, right? Well, well yeah. It depends how it starts out, I think. I mean, yeah. That pen was his pen and no one else's. Because there's been several pens where like, fine, I guess I'll use you now. And then it's like, okay, I kind of, okay, I kind of like you, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and then it's like, you know, you you forge that bond and you mm-hmm. go walk together through, you know, your day together. Yeah. And it's like that one pen that was, I didn't like this pen at all. Now, okay, you've been with me through a lot. So. Yeah. Yeah. People like pens. Yeah. Put that on a. Uh, on a pen. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Like I was going to say, what was the... Was Put it on a Hallmark, person. Hallmark card, that's what it is. Yeah. If I make you a shirt, will you wear it? Okay. <laughs> she said shirt. yes. Yep. Good. People uh, like pens, you just write them off. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <gasps> oh, no. <laughs> Maybe don't put that on a Hallmark card. No. No. Um, okay, what's the most awkward thing that happens to you on a regular basis? On a regular basis? This is really awkward. That is. Yeah. I think this question. (laughs) (laughs) But this wouldn't be a regular. This would be a one-time occurrence. Well, there was something really funny that happened. So Justin made a little mistake the other day, gave out something that he just wasn't supposed to. (laughs) And so when he called me, um, you know, I usually answer the phone like, hi, this is Sage. But um, I was kind of upset with him. So I go, hello? <laughs> and Justin, what did you say? What? What? I said hello. And I put it's me. <laughs> so I did the whole Adele song <laughs> for her. He said, "You sound like Adele." <laughs> she did right at the beginning of the song. I just heard it playing in my head. Is that when you said the rest hello of it from go? the shop side? Yes, <laughs> yes. That was when she was mad at me because I made a mistake. Yeah. Yeah. I tried to ask questions and no one was there, yeah. so I I pulled the trigger. Well, I don't know if anyone else out there has this kind of problem but like, there's a lot of emotions i feel in a day i can't well, help yeah. it yeah um one time in like our team's chat somebody sent like a ton of different emo- like they liked it they hearted it they did a sad face they did like a crying face like all these different emotions and i was like wow i'm so grateful that like you also can understand how i feel in like an hour of a span time <laughs> 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 i just can't help it i'm very expressive <laughs> Uh, yeah, on that topic, like, I didn't realize how emotionally draining, like, this job would be mm-hmm. as a maintenance coordinator. Like, as a tech, like, I physically, like, I'd get home and, like, I'd just fall asleep and go to bed. Yeah. Like, this job, I get home, I'm like, wow, I just need, like, some time to decompress. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then that's not, like, anything on the driver. It's just, like, I'm yeah. dealing with a lot of, you know, problem after problem yeah. after problem, which is fine. Like, I like helping people. Yeah. Um, especially our drivers. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. um you just get down in the, the day. It's like, whew. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, it's because you care so right. much. Yeah. And then you're oh, yeah. constantly hearing about like this problem or this accident or this event happened to like our employees. Well, and right now it's harder more than ever right. because all these places on the road that we get services at is short staffed. Mm. So we're trying, if someone has an issue that we need to fix for them, you might it might take 10 calls to get one person and then that yep. one person still might be five to six hours yeah. and you're still doing your best to search for what is the best option. Yeah. Yeah. That, that to me is like, I, I, I mean, so like our drivers will break down, let's mm-hmm. say like a dealership and I know they're frustrated and like, I can't get a straight answer out of the dealer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And like, I, I just feel really bad because like, I feel like I'm not adequately uh, helping our drivers. Like yeah. that's like the most frustrating right. thing. Yeah. Yeah. Is when you can like you know I'm not gonna make it home this weekend like that is uh, like yeah it's it's awful to hear yeah yeah because it's like I mean who am I to say like you know call the dealer get a bad you know, like a bad piece of news and then like I go home at night yeah right. you know what I mean yeah yeah so how like when that happens how do you do are the drivers understanding how do you like cope with well we that? try to do whatever we can like yeah. you know based on scenarios you yeah. know like I'd say the most stressful recently for me is we had an employee that had you know, a death in the family and their mm-hmm. truck broke down and I had to get him service and get him home in time. Mm-hmm. So going through, you know, doing everything I can for him and, you know, working with operations, everyone pulling out every string we can just to make sure we can, you know, do what's best for them. Yeah. And, you know, just in the back of your head worrying if something falls through, gonna... you know, this isn't yeah. just going home to go to something. This is something very important that I need to do everything I can for this person. Yeah. And also, I think Justin can echo this, but like, let's say like it's 425 it's like five minutes before I go home. Um, if I set up a breakdown, like I'm going to be thinking about that. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, is ops after hours going to be able to handle this? Like, and, and they do like, is like something going to go wrong. Like I'm thinking about it. Like when I go home. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Mm. Do you guys have any, um, we have own it moments here, right? Mm-hmm. Have you seen any like sweet own it moments recently with like a, another driver helping out another driver? Um, oh, absolutely. Like, I see it all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Drivers that say like, "Hey, this trailer over here, like, it's, I'm not taking this load, but uh, there's this trailer over here, and I see it's loaded, so someone's gonna be picking it mm-hmm. up. It's got yeah. like a trailer tire that's uh, needs fixed." Yeah, yeah. And he's like, I'd, "I'd hate to have the next guy have to get there and and, and take it like, yeah. with that tire right. and deal with that." So that's like just turning the eye and letting yeah. it go, yeah. and then seeing where you want to explain like what an own it moment is, maybe because not everybody listening is gonna know what an own it moment is, and in daily life, we can also apply that. Right. I mean, it's lives. like basically in a, in our work sense, you know, we're employee owned. So, you know, why we each have different titles, we're all in this together. And every little bit from every person helps, mm-hmm. you know, everything. So, you know, like like he was saying, own it moment for the trailer. You know, if, if that driver doesn't call in, the other person comes. And then now we have to send out roads. So, so instead of a load getting there on time, making the customer happy, the customer giving us more work or, you know, being thankful and appreciative, now we have all this other stuff in a way that could have been prevented it so like as an owner we're always thinking of what can we do better what can we improve on and that's something that we always try in the shop whether people see it or or know we're doing it in the background we're always trying to think of processes that what can Mm -hmm. we do better Mm -hmm. for the company as a whole not just for the shop but what'll benefit the drivers what'll benefit operations what can benefit marketing i mean we're all in this together and yeah i mean we just and that's why we always call it you know it's our coworkers, but it's our family you know We look out yeah. for each other, and as a whole company, I feel like we our culture is good enough to where inadvertently we might be doing own it moments every day, yeah. and maybe just not pointing them out and right. and recognizing people for it. But I feel like the way everyone 
I feel cares about the company. We're all doing it daily and just it's become part of our culture. We don't realize that we're doing it. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe that driver didn't realize and want to be, you know, said that that was an own it moment. But in his head, he's like, this is new spam. I'm a driver. Mm-hmm. I want to help my family. So I'm going to call the shop and get this taken care of for him. Yeah. So, I mean, I just look at do, do the best you can and, you know, always think of, you know, what's best for us as a family, as a company. Yeah. I mean, it could be like, a, you know, everyday life examples. Like if you take out the garbage, like maybe put like a trash can, a trash right. bag back in there. Right. So, the next so someone might be cooking and then they go to throw meat in there and now <laughs> they can't throw, you know. It's, yeah. You always think of what, you know. What, yeah. I always look at it when I leave this world, I want to leave it a better place than what I got. And that's how I look at new spot. I mean, I won't be here forever, but I want to leave it better than when I got here. Yeah. And not just leaving places better, but also right. leaving people in a better place. Yes. Everything. Absolutely. Yeah. Everything. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. I think with owning it, um, like if you own something, you're responsible for it mm-hmm. and you're accountable yeah. to it. So like when you like mess up and like people mess up. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Equipment gets broken, you know, appointments get overlooked and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Like, just, I mean, we gotta, I mean, I don't want to say own it, but like, we're responsible for that. And like, for us to like try and save face, mm-hmm. that's not owning it. Like, right. for us yeah. to try and, you know, kind of sweep it under the rug so we don't look good, yeah, that's not owning it. Owning it is saying, like, yep, yep, that's me. I, that, I'm sorry. Like, yeah. And that's something I can say that since I've been here, I've grown at, you know, because unless you're around the culture, around other people that do it, it's very hard to, you know, oh, boy, I don't want to get yelled at. I, I didn't do that, you know. Yeah. And it's something I'm trying to teach to my kids, you know. Yeah, you're going to make mistakes. You're going to get in trouble at school. But own it. Take the consequence and move forward. Yeah. And just don't let it happen again, you know. Yeah. And it was something until you see it, you know, practice, you don't really think about it. Mm-hmm. And then... Yeah. Yeah, like for for me, like I came from unhealthy environments beforehand. So like it was like this fear of like if I confess like, oh, I I made a mistake here. Like I'm going to be like severely punished or like made fun of or um, so it was so healthy to actually like make some mistakes, Mm -hmm. confess to it and then see how I was like treated because then it gave me the like confidence that like when I do mess up, it's okay to Mm -hmm. say that. That's what is like so great about New Spawn is like it we have the environment right now to where like if you if you break something or you miss up something, overlook something, yeah, and you say, Hey, I'm sorry I messed up here, like you're gonna be held accountable, yes, but like we're in a we're in a position where we can say like, all right, how what can we can do moving yeah, forward? What can we do to help you? That's why I like forgiveness. Forgiveness mm-hmm. brings freedom. Like yeah. absolutely it does. Oh, yeah. Absolutely it does. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And if you guys don't know what that's from, I mean, we do have a trailer um, that says forgiveness brings freedom. So, um, yeah. Yeah. Wow. That's really great stuff, guys. Um, If there was advice that you could give to like a new, if if there's a new person coming in your office, what advice would you give them? Be yourself. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I would say. I know when I started, I was kind of like in a shell. Like I didn't want to come out of the shell because I didn't know anyone. Like you said, yeah. it's almost like the first day of school all over again. Oh, yeah. But like I've never worked at a place. Like I felt intimidated when I came here. But when you really see what the culture is, and there's no reason to be yeah. intimidated here. And it's like just be yourself and people will accept you for that. And yeah. Every other place I've you know worked at, you know, even schools, it's like you don't feel like you can be. Mm-hmm. And like this is the first place where I would recommend to anyone be yourself, ask questions, and I would say uh, be meek. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, meek sounds like weak, but it's not weak weakness at all. Mm-hmm. Um, meekness is being teachable. Meekness is being humble. Mm-hmm. Like ask questions. Mm-hmm. Like there's people that have been working here for you know hundreds of years. I'm just kidding. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Talking about Steve. <laughs> <laughs> Which one, Steve Neal? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. But like, I mean, if you come in a place acting like you know everything, like. People are going to be kind of turned off to that. Mm-hmm. But if you come in with like a teachable, uh, humble spirit, like, hey, I may have messed, like, I messed up here, like, or, um, hey, how do I do this better? What's a better way I can do this? Yeah. People are going to be way more open to that and mm-hmm. want to help you. Right. Um, than if you come in, act like you own the place or like if you know everything that there is to know about everything. Yeah. 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 That's really good. Is there any um, myths in this industry that you'd like to debunk? really strange question well i know like before i got into this industry i didn't realize what went into trucking at Mm. all Mm. at all i thought people just drove trucks from a to b i didn't didn't realize all the regulations i didn't realize you know if if they run out of hours and they're literally stuck in i mean i didn't realize how much could go wrong like i didn't realize how many breakdowns would happen in a day like even when i was down at the body shop i didn't realize everything that went involved and i I feel like that's a myth that, you know, I don't know, they just want to keep strapping regulations on stuff, and it just worries me because, you know, it's one of those industries where I don't think people fully understand it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And I feel like, you know, the drivers should get a lot more appreciation for what they do, especially during the pandemic. You know, we're at least at home or in office where we're controlling it, and they're going in and out of docks where they don't know who's working there and everything. And everyone, not just our drivers, drivers in general, went through the whole thing and kept this whole country and the world moving. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I don't think people realize how important they are. Mm-hmm. How, to tough, how tough they are. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there's places that were shutting down, you know, they couldn't even go in and go to the bathroom or buy food. Uh, it's like, how are these po- people supposed to give you what you need if you're not going to offer it up to them? Yeah. That's why I loved, you know, you'd see, you know, videos, posts and everything of people that would bring them food and stuff. Aww. And that was just so awesome to see because they truly are what kept this country moving during all yeah. that. I had something, but I forgot what I was going to say. Hmm. Yes. Oh, yeah. So the American truck driver, like, what do you get in your mind when you hear that, like, truck driver? Like, usually what I picture is, you know, net trucking cap, mm-hmm. you know, um, a big old truck, you know, and, like, you kind of have this, like, persona of, like, yeah. what a trucker is. But, like, a trucker is just you and me. Like, it's right. they're people. Mm-hmm. Some of them like to talk on the phone. Some of them don't like to talk on the phone. Mm-hmm. Some of them like the color blue. Some of them don't like the color mm-hmm. blue. You know what I mean? Like, they're just people. Like, yeah. they're not anything, you know, they're not like this, you know, un, you know unrecognizable. Mm-hmm. It's not a persona, I guess. Yeah, like the you persona can't put you them get. in a box. Right. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. 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 Is there anyone that you've been super surprised? Like, whoa, you drive a truck? Like, any- so I, I really appreciated the uh, uh, when we did like the hobbies thing, uh-huh. mm-hmm. like, and you see like uh, Douglas like front mm-hmm. doing like the CrossFit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. He works out yeah. like all the time. Like he has weights in his truck. I think he lifts like while he's. Maybe that's not safe, but I'm pretty sure he does something. Like maybe not while he's driving, right? But like you know, yeah. While he's on his brakes and everything. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Has a bike that he always brings too. Like, yeah, you can do a lot. Oh yeah, you sure can. Yeah, you think of like, I don't know, like Kent Pitchford. Like he's what I picture when I think you know trucker. 
And then you have like Adrian Real, who's just like the sweetest thing ever. Mm -hmm. Like yeah. every time she calls and yeah. 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 Wow. That's really good. Do you guys have anything that you want to say to your, your shop folks? Any? Do we have to? No. It's <laughs> kind of lame. No, just kidding. No, we appreciate it. I mean, we love the team. We talk close knit. I mean, I don't know. I couldn't be happier to be part of that team. Oh, yeah. you know? I, I couldn't ask for a better team. Seriously. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I know they put me in a management role, but I still feel like, you know, we're one big family. We're pushing for the same common goal, which is ultimately do the best for our drivers, keep them moving, do the best for new spam in general, as far as trying to save costs when we can and everything. I know our whole team, they're just dedicated in that. And mm -hmm. we're super excited for the new addition to be finished so we can get moved uh, in there. Yeah. So. Yeah. It's going to look really great. Yeah. Wow. Well, there is one picture that I do want to bring up on the screen um, to kind of talk about your yep. modeling career. And it was short-lived. Uh, um, the first one was without <laughs> a mask, um, but my agent at, said that the place actually requested I wear a mask because we went through three cameras uh, breaking them before this one. Okay. Um, so yeah, that was Halloween at, when I worked at the Gerber Collision in Pontiac one year, but that would be Optimus Prime in one of my finest outfits. Okay. Yeah, but that was, I think I only had one shoot after that. My agent said we didn't get any more calls. <laughs> so uh, it was a big seller in Canada, not so much over here in the U.S., <laughs> but the Canadians liked it. Uh, do you guys have any strange or unusual talents that you'd like to share or demonstrate? I don't. I'm, I'm unusual as a person, but I don't have talent. Yeah. You don't walk, you waddle. I waddle. Yeah. Yeah, hopefully. I mean... I see you walking around the track. Well, that's waddling, John. Oh. That's eventually. There's a difference. Eventually, I'm going to be like Doug. I'm going to have a bicycle at my desk and workout <laughs> pants, water bottle. Watch out, Doug. I'm coming or, for or you. Like, or, like, or like Bill, working out with the jump rope and the yeah. stocking cap. Yeah. yeah. See, Doug Bredo was supposed to go on walks every morning with me. What do you say, 7 or 7.30? I don't this know. is after my last heart incident, and he said, well, I'm going to go on walks with you every morning. He came one time and then he stood me up every day since. What? <laughs> yeah, you're you're on blast, Doug. Oh no! Wait, what? What heart incident? I have an irregular heartbeat and it kind of flares up, comes and goes. I'm not supposed to have ice cream. Or monster drinks. Monster maybe? drinks. I don't. It doesn't affect it. It doesn't raise my blood pressure really. Oh. And I do have facts behind that. Yeah, but I Billy, don't Joe's, if Billy Joe's watching around. Now, she's probably like she's on vacation. Right now, she's not. Watch, it's not live. She can't be watching. Billy Joe's kind of like our shop mom. Yeah. yeah. She keeps us in check. Yeah. You you didn't give any shout out to her. Well. We don't want to say the wrong thing and then we'll get set on fire. Yeah. Uh, she always threatens everybody that she'll set us on mm -hmm. fire. So. Yeah. Don't set us on fire. It could please. happen. We don't know yet. We haven't pushed it. It never has far. happened. It could. Come on. You won't. Don't know. Happen to close. Won't set us on fire. <laughs> well, if you guys had anything else to add. No. Just be sure to subscribe. Leave a like. Comment. Yeah. Tune in next week. Okay. We'll oh, yeah. Up. Stay no. tuned for our next episode on uh, New Spawn Air Cargo. Yeah. Yeah. Uh oh. Uh oh. That's a little Easter egg. Uh -oh. <laughs> I don't think you're supposed to say that, John. Yeah. Well, goodbye. <laughs> <laughs>
Thanks for listening to this episode of Terminal Exchange. New episodes arrive every Tuesday, so be sure to subscribe to our show wherever you listen to podcasts and share a little love by writing us a review. Then go deeper into each exchange or listen to previous episodes at our podcast page, terminalexchange.org.